Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two things up for review this week. First up is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, which is a new animated film, and then They Clone Tyrone, which is a new sci-fi slash comedy slash mystery film on Netflix. First up is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, which is the latest version of our half-shelled heroes, and it's an animated film. I gotta say, I really enjoyed this movie. I am a Ninja Turtles fan. I don't think I'm as avid a fan as some other folks out there, because I know how important and formative it is and was to people both in their childhoods and in their adulthoods, but I'm more of a casual Ninja Turtles fan, but I, I still consider myself a fan, and I think this movie is actually going to really speak to both those hardcore folks and people who are newer to the franchise or the characters, you know, if this is their first outing with them. I think it does a decent enough job of sort of staying true to the gist of them while also being welcoming of newcomers. You know, the basic premise, if you are unaware, is that for turtles get exposed to, uh, in this case, it's an ooze, and they turn into human-sized turtles that can speak English, and uh, they eventually become ninjas. There's also their rat father figure, who is Master Splinter, played by Jackie Chan in this movie, which was truly spectacular. I, I, I thought the voice cast of this movie was amazing, and there are so many people in it, but some of them include, of course, Jackie Chan. You have Ice Cube as Superfly, who is another mutant. You've got John Cena. You've got Seth Rogen. You've got Ayo Edebri from The Bear as April O'Neil. You've got Giancarlo Esposito. You've got Post Malone. You've got Paul Rudd, Maya Rudolph, Natasha Dimitriou, Hannibal Burris, Rose Byrne. And then the turtles themselves, for the first time, are being played by actual teenagers. It's Nicholas Cantu, Micah Abbey, Shimon Brown Jr., and Brady Noon. And I think one of the things I will acknowledge about the uh, sort of having younger actors voicing the turtles is that there is a sort of chaos to it that maybe as a slightly older audience can be a tiny bit overwhelming. A little insider bit is that they actually recorded their voiceover together, which is very atypical of a voiceover session because it becomes very hard to animate to because it's it's overlapping and all this stuff. But they decided that they wanted to sort of capture that group dynamic in the recording booth, which does very much translate to the screen. I think they do a good job. The humor, the visuals, and the music are really what got me this one. And I think one of the things that's interesting about the sort of collaboration behind the humor is so you have Seth Rogen as a writer-producer of it, and then his writing partner, Evan Goldberg, you know, they are responsible for Knocked Up, Superbad, Pineapple Express, Neighbors. They have their own sort of brand of humor, and then they teamed up with the team from Detective Pikachu, the feature film, which I actually thought was very cute. So you've got Dan Hernandez and Benji Samit, and then you also have, adding to the mix, Jeff Rowe from Mitchell's vs. the Machines. He is also the director of it. So usually when a film has that many writers on it, you can get a little concerned because are the styles going to mesh? Is the humor going to work? I think they did a really good job. You know, again, there's this layer of the sort of teenage, authentic feeling-ish, not how do you do fellow youths things going on with the turtles themselves. And then there are some ridiculously funny jokes that I think uh, you know, adult audiences will get. They're not inappropriate, but there are just some that I was like, this is kind of existential and bizarre. And I really appreciated the out there-ness of it. And then the visuals, it's a very cool style. You know, there's sort of draw overs happening and then there's realistic lighting and the characters are a little bit grotesque. You know, there's a, a group of mutants that are not as cute as our heroes, but they still had to figure out how to make them appealing and amusing. And I think they found that balance. And then the music is from Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross of Nine Inch Nails, and also they are Oscar winners for multiple scores. It all blends together in a really seamless way. 
the amalgamation of all of these things coming together really worked for this film. It's fast. It's funny. You know, I was laughing very hard during my screening. It's an hour and 39 minutes. I think if you're a little kid, it's going to be amusing to you because there's plenty of stuff. If you are an adult who is already, you know, warm towards the turtles, like you're going to have a great time. You have absolutely no interest in this. I'm not going to necessarily push you towards seeing it because I think at this point in your life, you probably know whether or not you care about the concept of turtles that are mutants that are also ninjas you know but I think this is a really fun outing you know I do think it, it's still retelling the same story we know so in that sense it's not reinventing the wheel too much but there is a but there is a bubbliness and a joy to this film that you can tell that everyone involved or at least the filmmakers involved really loved what they were doing so I'm gonna give it a 4.2 out of 5. I'm gonna take a quick break and be right back and I'm back. The other thing I have this week is called They Clone Tyrone, and it came out on Netflix, and I'm a little worried that it flew under the radar because it came out on Barbieheimer weekend, so I just want to call a little bit of attention to it, and I will fully admit that, you know, Netflix tends to put out at least an original movie almost every week, and I am a little apprehensive about them because some of them are not as good as others, or some of them are just not good at all. However... I found They Clone Tyrone to be one of their better ones by far. It stars John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, and Tayana Paris, and they play three characters who live in a city together, and they end up discovering a conspiracy, and it leads them on this sort of mystery, thriller, adventure. And I think the thing I like the most about this film is that it really plays into stereotypes on two different levels. You know, it basically plays into racial and socioeconomic stereotypes with the lead characters and the, the sort of town they live in or city. Uh, it's more of a town. Uh, and then it also plays into a bunch of sci-fi stereotypes. And I think the way that it mixes them all together is a really creative approach. You know, I don't know if any singular element of the film is reinventing the wheel or, you know, similar to Ninja Turtles. Like, we've seen all the bits of it before, but the way that they're positioned in this is what makes it work. You know, uh, John Boyega plays effectively a drug dealer. Jamie Foxx is playing a pimp. And Tayana Paris is playing a sex worker. Sex work is work. And, you know... These are characters who we don't always get to see as the leads of films and have more than one dimension to them. So the fact that these three did and could be amusing but also dramatic I think is a real success. And then again, I really like the sci-fi element to it. I think all good sci-fi is actually political commentary and that layered in with some of the, you know, the the scientific political commentary and then the inherent racial commentary and again, socioeconomic one. I just thought it was a really clever mixture that is something that we don't get to see as much in sort of mainstream, and I'm putting that in air quotes, roles. Uh, you know, I almost wish this has gotten a theatrical or what, it got a small theatrical run, but I, I wish more people had gotten to see this or I hope more people get to see this because it is sort of a breath of fresh air in terms of the genre, in terms of streaming movies. And I just, I had a really good time. I don't want to go too much into details about the plot because I think the most fun of it was getting to go on this adventure with the characters and discover things as they did. And I think the mystery part of it is, you know, a really good job. And it plays on a lot of stereotypes that you have to sort of be familiar with in order for it to make sense. But I think it's a good also reflective moment as an audience. And I make this, I'm making it sound sort of like homework. It's also a very funny movie. Uh, it's also a very fast movie. I am someone who talks fast and, you know, speaks fast and, and listens to fast people. And even I was like, oh, wow, this is this is a my speed movie. That's that's not that common. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I think it's worth checking out. It is on Netflix. I'm going to give it a 4.3 out of 5. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.